For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. We are. We're on. Well, hello. I'm Jim Gerhardt, and this is Bob Williams, and this is a very, very happy, blessed reunion. Yep. We haven't seen each other for a while. We Since... did the podcast, you know, for years. And uh, then you had your uh, uh, My transplant. episode, your, your adventure. Mm-hmm. You look great. Well, thank you. This is the first time we've seen first each other in almost each four other. months. Yeah, this... we've talked, sent pictures of the dogs yeah. <laughs> back and forth. This being with you. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I got to go back. Uh, thinking about this whole thing. My biggest impression of your adventure, and the adventure is for anybody who might not know that you had a kidney transplant, and under miraculous circumstances, I think. Why don't you do a second of that? Well, um, just to set this up. Well, I will, I'll tell you, it was an amazing experience, as uh, I've mentioned uh, on the air and uh, other uh, areas. Uh, just incredible how uh, I needed a kidney. It. Uh, it was a, a, a plea that my wife put out on Facebook. I needed a kidney. I was in kidney failure for about two or three years. We went to Facebook last fall, and here we are, Facebook Live today. I, I owe my new kidney to the exposure that we got on Facebook. We thank uh, Mark Zuckerberg. For right. Your, uh, Zuck, Zuck, you're the Zuck. best. Thanks very much, buddy. Oh, by the way, uh, we're live from the New Jersey 101.5 oh, yeah. News Center. So if you hear some uh, chatter in the background, it's uh, many people getting uh, the newscast together and all the digital platforms mm-hmm. here at New Jersey 101.5 and the Town Square News Center. And if you hear any cursing, it's probably Dan Alexander. No, just kidding, Dan. Yeah. And if anything I, goes wrong, it's Lou Hockman's fault, right? I, I, I wish people could right. see this. This is yeah, a, a, a remarkable thing. I've worked in a lot of newsrooms. Yeah. I worked in, you know, CBS newsroom, NBC's newsroom. I've, I've never seen one quite for radio anywhere. Cl- this is the Taj Mahal yeah. of new rooms. This is newsrooms. A, an amazing, amazing yeah. uh, construction here. We just opened it last month, and it's it's really great to be here. And uh. Facebook Live, if you're if you're watching us on Facebook Live, we hope you are. Uh, you can send your comments along. We have a comment scroll, and we're going to address as many of your questions this morning. As we can. Uh, yeah, yeah, please. We, we would like to because we're breaking some new ground here. And uh, any comments you might have, questions. Mm-hmm. One thing, Bob and I have been here for, what, 26 years? Yes, we have. At the same radio station doing the same <laughs> jobs. I did uh, sort of the host of the morning show. Bob did traffic reports. And so any questions that anybody might have about the history of this remarkable radio station... Mm-hmm. This radio station is completely unprecedented in its history. Mm. Nothing has ever lasted this long. <laughs> Not only lasted for what, almost 30 years now, but has grown. Mm. Uh, and that's usually stations go out of business uh, about four years, I think, is all they give you. But, we, we must be doing something right all these years. But anyway, getting back yeah. to your situation. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so I've, been, I've been in kidney failure for about two, three years. Uh, kidney function went down below 20%. And when you get below 20%, you're automatically sent into a kidney transplant clinic. Uh, my regular nephrologist, my kidney doctor, referred me to the, the great center over at St. Barnabas Medical Center. 
about a year and a half ago. So I got indoctrinated into the process. I uh, went through a bunch of medical tests. I got listed on the deceased donor list about a year or so ago, last April. Um, but unfortunately, the waiting list for a deceased organ, a deceased donor, is about three to five years up in New Jersey. Um, if I didn't get a, a donor within a year, I was going to be on a dialysis. So that was a real concern. My wife really pushed me. She said, so what are you going to do now? I said, well, I'm going to wait for that call, that miraculous call that, you know, that there's a, uh, an organ waiting for me. She says, you can't wait. You have to go out and try to find a living donor. I said, I don't want to do that. I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't want people to know mm, about my, yeah. my situation. She said, if you don't do that, you're going to be on dialysis. So I, uh, I said, all right. So my wife, Kathleen, and a good friend of ours, Lynn, they wrote a letter. They put it on Facebook last October, and it got some pretty good response. We were blessed to have a lot of uh, shares on it, a lot of exposure, and about five or eight people actually went in and found out to get tested and inquired about it. Mm. But only mm. one person made it to the end of the process because it's quite a, it's quite a process to get qualified to become a kidney donor. You have to have an excellent uh, history. Uh, health history. You've got to have uh, medical workups. It, it's it's quite and a bit of much uh, courage and, and courage. Love. Oh, absolutely. And the uh, the one person that made it to the I'm grateful to everybody who went out there and, and and at least inquired about it. But the one person that I'm most grateful to is Kim Rumis, my who turned out to be my living donor. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> we uh, we we met up right before Thanksgiving. Um, right after that, we found out that she was a match, and the and the surgery was scheduled for February. Of this year so everything's been going done, great the recovery went along yep kid uh kim's so, kidney is right in my side here folks that's where they put it they leave your kidneys uh your original kidneys in place and they huh. uh in, they transplant the new kidney in your side just uh to the side of your uh navel huh. so that's where that's functioning and they they splice it into your your exi your existing system and God, God willing, it's been running well for the last three and a half months. I have no after effects. Kim is doing very well. Uh, she wants me to tell everybody that there's nothing to be afraid of. If anybody out there is considering becoming a, li a living donor, you can become a living donor for kidneys um, or a part of your liver. It can regenerate some tissue, bone marrow. All of those things are certainly uh, within the realms of becoming a living donor. Okay, this could be a goldmine yeah. for anybody watching this or hearing this who might have questions about organ transplants yes so if you have any questions i mean we'll pass it along uh send them along on your comments uh, make a comment here on the facebook live and uh, we'll try to uh, answer them hey eric johnson uh eric johnson our, our, our program He's out there yep. for Good uh, years and years glad you're one, out one there of the great people in the <laughs> on the earth i think uh says hello hi yeah. uh and uh, Ger gerald says uh jim i know gerard, you left is it, uh, gerard yaria uh, are you two guys back permanently? We're we're back we're, we're back well, here every week. As, as, we as, do the podcast every week. As together. permanent as my age will allow, you know. <laughs> hey, you, listen, you have to allow. I, I I did want to say something uh, about just one more postscript to your story. My greatest recollection was before you got the transplant, and we knew that this was coming down to the wire. I don't know if people knew this, but you only had a couple of days oh, or I, less. I was. It within, got down almost to hours of either expiring or, or getting that transplant. I was going to have to go uh -huh. to on dialysis within days, maybe a couple of weeks, and that, that is not a good thing to be on. If anyone's but, on dialysis, you know how debilitating it is, and it's really bad for your health. But my lasting lemur is the courage you had, because I worked with you, we worked with you, 
Nobody would have known that you had a problem in the world. I, you covered that, and I thought about that. Could I do that? Well, I think the answer is no. See, I would be jumping up and down, kicking and screaming. I'd be, you know, like Beethoven thundering well, at the heavens. At the time, I really didn't think much of it. I was just going to muddle through and just uh, try to get through every day. I wasn't going to let it get me down. But looking back on it, I'm going, I like, I can't believe uh -huh. I got through it. My blood pressure was through the roof. It was uncontrolled. My uh, fluid, Jim, I'd lost about 20 pounds of fluid right after the surgery. Oh, was that because right? It was caked on. The, the fluid, the, the kidney was uh -huh. not functioning properly. But as soon as the transplant happened, the new kidney started working immediately and I had improved health within a day. It just was an incredible thing. Well, and, uh, how, how do they do brain transplants yet? <laughs> I, I want to get on the list, I think, for that but, one. But to close out about the, the kidney and uh, what we're, we're doing, uh, Kim and I, we're involved now with the New Jersey Sharing Network. I'm sure you've heard about that. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the organization that, that uh, coordinates deceased donor organs with uh, the needy, those that need transplants. Um, the best thing I can tell you to do, and if you want to do something that's positive, just check that organ donor box on your driver's license. That's the first step you can do because, God forbid, you're in a terrible, tragic accident and you're not going to survive. Your organs can live on and save up to seven lives. It's amazing what just checking that box, it also gives your next of kin peace of mind because then they don't know what they know yeah. what your wishes are. Well, we have very gratifyingly not a lot of people saying congratulations on it. Yeah. And we do more on that. But we you, have uh, Susan here. Uh, she was uh, just had, a had her at St. Barnabas. Susan, you know how great a place well, that is. Uh, she was so glad to hear that. Same time you were same, there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, same place. But what you, you, you mentioned the, uh, the network. You remember when we first met that network? The New Jersey Show. And, and, and this yeah. relates to a big news story today in New Jersey. It's amazing how deja vu all over again just keeps <laughs> popping up, as Yogi Berra called it. You mentioned the, uh, we we had an event, I think it was the opening day at the uh, New oh, Jersey. Oh, the Somerset Patriots. The Somerset yes. Patriots. And uh, we, it was sponsored, that day was sponsored by that caring network right. and we met all of those nice people never thinking well what does this have to do with us oh jerry oh, okay jerry, jerry keating says governor murphy could use a brain transplant <laughs> hey listen right. well don't give me easy I mean, jerry no exchange <laughs> just i'm perfectly happy thanks with it. jerry we'll, we'll talk more about that a little bit later but, but i want to i want to get network, to this yeah. because we had these nice people from there that was the day that i threw my shoulder out right and it's still out and you know at times and i just got a cortisone shot about a month ago mm from my performance throwing out the first ball. That's the, about, what, the about 10, 12 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Well, see, when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of pitching. I was this great left-handed pitcher, high school, college, you know, everything. And all of a sudden, I did some damage to my rotator yeah. cuff. But I didn't think about it. I went through life. But then I get to throw out the first ball, and I'm on the mound, and there's thousands of people sitting up there. So being a ham, you know, I'm rearing way back, and I'm going to put my best fastball. A on and, it, and right? the catcher, I could see panic in his eyes, the, the, the professional catcher. And I haul up, and I let go, and I thought somebody had stuck an guy spear in my shoulder. I mean, it oh, hurt. Oh, man. And I went down right That's there what you get mound. for being a show-off. Yeah, I had Sparky and the dog to come over and do CPR, yeah. I think. But, but anyway, look, the connection. The, the sharing network. The yeah. connection is with the sharing network and that particular day steve califer who owns the club steve's a good friend of the radio and station the and, and a great person Country, and he owns yeah, yeah. many yeah. many many businesses in the area 
Steve, and I understand you'd know more about this than I, but I think Bill was talking about this in the morning. He has tried to buy the Kate Smith statue. Yes, that's a, isn't that great? Uh, that uh, uh, because of the, the Kate Smith, uh, uh-huh. the Philly, the, the Philadelphia Flyers, they removed it from the arena. Everybody knows that story. Uh, so I don't know where the statue is right now. I mm-hmm. guess it's in storage. Somewhere. It's outside. I think it's outside the. Uh, we'll check here. I think it's right outside the arena. No, they took it down. They they removed it. No, 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 no. It. But oh, it was. Oh yes, it that's was. That's where it's set. Right. And so I don't know how many. Uh, I want to say a bad word here. How many uh, uh, people <laughs> had protested? Because, one, well, you know the history. Once Kate Smith had made a recording of something, which in its day was totally innocent. Paul Robeson, the great black, sort of a man for all seasons, really, brilliant actor, singer, uh, athlete, he had recorded the same thing. Now, and other people had too. It was just some cultural thing in its day. But now they're trying to do away with the memory of Kate Smith as the loony left is trying to get rid of any kind of history that might not be in complete concert with their ideology. But, uh, yes, Steve Califer, he he made an initial uh, bid Mm -hmm. for the Kate Smith statue, I think, of about $10,000. He wrote a letter to the Flyers organization. Mm -hmm. Didn't hear back. Didn't hear back. And what, he's upped his bid to... No, I assume he wants to put it to the ballpark. I think that's where it's... Oh, you know, I I have to say congratulations, too, to the town of Wildwood. Yes. Because I think Wildwood, everybody was taking down any reference to uh, to Kate Smith. It's stupid. If nothing else, look, we, we had all of these predictions that the world is coming to an end. We're in end times. We got the uh, the asteroids. We got the atomic wars. We got natural disasters. How are we going to know it's over if there's no fat lady to sing? <laughs> and Kate was the and, and she was, quintessential she was, fat lady. Wait, who we yeah. got? Now, we know that, uh, oh, who was, the, uh, who was the, the cook who got shot down for similar per, uh, Paula Dean. Oh, Paula, yes. Who, who was out of work for something like that, too. Now, she was a little, uh, let's say, toothsome, so she can't <laughs> sing. So we're left. Rosie O'Donnell's the only fat person left and she who has was no, politically correct. And she has no talent. Uh, so what we're going to Anyway, think about that. But I, I do want to congratulate Steve. Yes. And actually, so actually bid, thank him. And I think his current bid is up to $50,000. $50,000. So, I mean, Steve, uh, yeah. we, hope you get the, we hope you get it. And we're, we're going to be there. I know uh, Bill and everybody wants to be up there when they... When they dedicate the Kate Smith oh, yeah. statue at the Somerset uh-huh. Patriots ballpark, this we is, will be there. This is a good example. Now, there are those out on the loony left fringe there who are, oh, these two guys are being racist because they don't believe that, uh, you know, they've taken this up as some kind of a cause Just because to some, vent their, their frustration. You know something? I, I, I'm pent up for like three and a half months. I haven't had a chance to really vent my opinion. <laughs> so I'm full of uh, you-know-what and vinegar yeah, this morning. Yeah. But I'll tell you, just because some clown is sitting in his pajamas uh, looking at something on, Facebook, uh, on, uh, on YouTube or something, something and then he says oh this is racist Th- then the entire society gets into a frenzy oh, yeah. about it well, and, and it's, it's, offended see, i'm offended this, whoa this whoa, is a whoa. this is a weapon they use on us by yeah. intimidation because they know nobody wants to be a racist and but you don't have to be a racist all you have to do to be a racist by their view yeah. is to and somehow hold thoughts that are not in concert Hey, with their thoughts. Pablo Hernandez. Pablo's got a great idea with the Kate Smith statue. Pablo says, Pablo says, build a replica. Yeah, well, Steve hey, Caliper, build well, a replica statue if the Flyers don't sell the original Kate Smith get statue. Get hold of Trump. They can add as an addendum to the bill to build a wall. I, I love <laughs> the it. The Kate Smith statue. That's a great idea, yeah. Pablo. Thanks. But again, it's, it's, it's so good to, uh, uh, the, the uh, just thoughts that go through your head. I, I haven't done anything. <laughs> but yell at dogs, <laughs> yell, sit, and lie down yeah. and stuff for th- for a month. But 
there was a great uh, a, a journalist, African-American journalist, Carl Rowan, a number of years ago, had a column, uh, and he was excellent, I thought. He made the remark one time in an incident similar to this, and he said something that I think is profound. He said, racial paranoia is driving all of us crazy. Oh, absolutely. And this is exactly what you're going for. So anyway, well, thanks to Steve Caliper. Just sort of continuing here, just looking around a little list I made of interesting New Jersey things going on here. Oh, our, I want to say how blessed we are in New Jersey. Our senator, one of our senators, who is a senator who refers to himself as Far, or, or Spartacus. Oh, one, uh, I wonder who that could be. Well, I wonder who that could be. But anyway, we... Give me a B. He, well, to, to, add, to add to his luster. Yeah. Now, he is a politician. He is, uh, what, an academic. I think he went to, he was a Fulbright right. scholar at Oxford or something. Uh, he is, uh, what, a philosopher, of course. Right. And he is a, a great leader of movements. He is a theologian now. I didn't realize that. Oh, my goodness. His resume is like five pages yeah, long. Yeah, because, because he, he made the remark. He said that when people were saying they send their thoughts and prayers to victims, he proclaimed thoughts and prayers are bull. Really? Well, you know, the residue of hmm. organic Frisbees, I guess. Huh. Uh, yeah. And so I think we're all, uh, a waiting world is very happy to hear that, that we don't have to worry about prayers. What has he because done? Because they don't do it. It's all bull stuff. So. Jim, what, what has that uh, Senator Spartacus done oh, for New Jersey? He's promoted himself. Had the, what is his record of uh, accomplishment? Do, does he have any? Oh, he's uh, I, well, he's been entertaining. We first heard of him back. Uh, he's running against Sharp James, who at that time was mayor for life at Newark right. when he was a young man. And uh, I loved him. Everybody, really, he was remarkable at that period. And they made a documentary movie. It was called Street Fight. Mm -hmm. I believe. And uh, he was featured in that. It was a documentary of that election. Then he comes back later, he lay low, and he comes back later, and he's the mayor of Newark. Right. Uh, which pe many people say was a disaster. I do not yeah, know. Not I, too don't many, I don't think too many people are fond of the job that he did in Newark. Well, he's, he is a remarkable self-promoter. Right. Now, something I think everybody has to notice here, just again going a little bit off the track, all of these Democrats who are running, how many, there's a 600 or so now, I guess, uh, running uh, for the presidency in 2020. They're running for the vice presidency. Yes, they Th are. That is my view. They're all running for the vice presidency. None of them, I think, has, no, they have a ghost of a chance of becoming president. Right. But if you become vice president, you have enough attention that your ego is satisfied. Mm. And these people, politics, somebody wants to describe politics, and it's so true, and it's become that way. Not that good people don't get into it, but good people become sort of dipped in, you know, the stuff, right. uh, the, the rather corrupt milieu of politics. And somebody once said that, that a politics to a politician is self-serving, masquerading as principle. <laughs> and I think there's yeah. so much true to that. Yeah, so out of one side of your mouth comes principle. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, we've got all all of these people in there, so it's going to be interesting, very interesting. And you know, I just came back from vacation. We went. Uh, I'll tell you about that a little bit later. But the the big story was I was thinking of Senator, Senator Spartacus on my trip because of the condition of the roads in the other states uh -huh. and how great of condition they are until you get to New Jersey, and then it's pothole city really? on many of the roads. And I was thinking of Senator Spartacus because. Whose position did he take? Didn't he take the spot of old Granny Lautenberg? 
think he did. Yes. Right? <clears throat> so and and you know, with all the uh, all the all kidding aside, uh, Frank Lautenberg was a major transportation advocate mm-hmm. for New Jersey. He brought in some major federal dollars. Now you would think that his replacement would take up that sword and bring more more transportation dollars back to New Jersey so we could improve our infrastructure, our mass transit, our highway system. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering why that hasn't happened. Well, perhaps times have changed. Maybe back when uh, Frank Lautenberg, we used to laughingly refer to him as Granny Lautenberg yeah. because he got well into his years, was very good. And maybe at that time principle did occur. Right now, the whole political game is self-aggrandizement, yeah. calling attention to yourself. Make, uh, the number one item on any politician's agenda is his own career. Yeah. And I think you see them all pursuing this. And uh, It's a shame. I uh, mean, what's he doing for the people that have elected him? Uh, hopefully he's entertaining. I think it was somebody, yeah. Dennis, had referred to him as the state clown. <laughs> uh, which about he... I, we haven't know, had I, a state I think, clown. And, I, and I'm disappointed about this because I really was a great fan of his in the very beginning, the potential he had. Right. Oh, yeah. But I think that he has sort of morphed into simply a uh, an entertainer. Mm. Yeah. And that you can make a great career, you know, entertaining. You get a lot of attention. Right. You get the chicks, you know. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm not saying that is that, but that's sort of the equivalent yeah. when we were kids. So, that that was the highest priority. So all the, you you think all of these candidates are vying for the vice president nod? Oh yeah, I think and so. And who who's going to be the the top? Oh, I think Biden. Biden. Well, Biden has to be because uh, none of the others could come anywhere close to beating not only Trump. They couldn't beat Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> when you consider the spread of the population yeah. uh, of New Jersey and and the great number of people who hang on to old values who do not embrace all of this way out stuff. So uh, I think it's Biden because he has a. <sighs> He has the appearance of being only, the only sane, <laughs> right? Uh, mentally competent, and he's certainly uh, entertaining. Well, that's that's okay. That, that when would, you're having that a bad, be bad when you're having a bad day, go on YouTube and find the best of Joe Biden. All of his oh, bloopers. Really? Oh, you'll be howling. <laughs> well, I think that's good. He's human. The other people aren't necessarily. I don't know where they, I think they all came from Mars. Well, you got three young yeah. twits, barely educated, very ill-informed, who are running the Congress right now. Yeah. And so what's happened there? Mm. You're talking about infrastructure. I was talking about that with somebody, uh, I think just yesterday, I, I brought it up, that the infrastructure is going totally to hell. You have got, uh, and it's not just roads. We think of roads and potholes, mm-hmm. but you've got like the uh, water uh, conduits, right. uh, mains all over the place. On my street alone, there's been four water main breaks in the last year. Phew. And simply because not of, of age. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Keefe. Says, miss you, Jim, in hey, the morning. Thank you, Dennis. Traffic isn't the same without you. The left lane <laughs> dicks are as oh, bad as ever. There, thank you. Thank you for the, the recollection. Amen, of. Dennis. Yeah. And uh, you know something? And, and Craig, hey, Craig, thank you for, for getting in touch Craig, with us. And I'll tell you, Dennis, I agree with you totally, and I'm going to call it like it is. Anybody with a Pennsylvania plate, get out of the left lane. Oh, it's Pensy. Yes. I call him a Pensy Putz. <laughs> Exactly. Get out of my get out of my left lane. Oh, Dan's looking at me like, no, no, no. Well, you know, at one time it got you have so- Pennsylvania plates, Dan. Dan Alexander was a crack no, newsman. No, New Jersey over plates, here. right? 
He, okay. he won't admit it. <laughs> He's one of those left wing. As long as you don't have Florida plates. That's what people do. <laughs> no comment. So, so, no, somehow you get away with that in New Jersey. Half the people in New Jersey. See, where I live in Burlington County. So you get a large number that have North Carolina plates. <laughs> right. And so if anybody stops them, I'm in the military. You know, so I will go your way. The, sure. Of course, they've never been near the military yeah, in all probability. Uh, and, oh, and, and you'll love this. Uh, driving through, I think it was Georgia or Florida, they have a rule, no trucks on the in the interstate in the left lane. It says no trucks in the left lane. And you're talking for miles. How many times do you get stuck behind a truck or a tractor trailer in that left lane doing 60, 65, clogging up traffic? You got to pass it. Now you're taking your own life in your own hands trying to get around it. Had they have they put that law in here and all the trucks and all the commercial traffic stayed to the right, it would make traffic flow a lot smoother and a lot a lot less left lane dicks, Jim. Uh oh, breaking news. Guess what other state has a law, no trucks in the left lane? This one? New Jersey. I don't see the signs though. Uh there are a few. I, I once I found that out and I, I had seen a few trucks tractor trailers in the left lane. And I somehow looked it up, I guess. I, anyway, I found out that yeah, there are signs, and there's one on uh, 295, or used to be. Right. Maybe the truckers go out and take the signs down <laughs> or blow them off yeah, as, at, at as, night. as they They're go by. They're up there by. with their uh, uh-huh. screwdrivers, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. if, you, if you see these trucks, they're not disabled. They're out there right. with a screwdriver taking down the note. But, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that is illegal in New Jersey, Interesting. too. Interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is going on in New Jersey? Oh, you mentioned before we went on, there is some kind of a, a, a set to a rooster fight between the two top politicians in the state, which is uh, State Senator Steve Sweetie and the governor. Right. And I haven't followed that terribly, but uh, it, it seems like Steve has been a very stabilizing force, thank mm-hmm. goodness, yeah. in the governor's plans to, to Californianize, as we used to call right. it, the state of New Jersey. And I, I, I think this is a very healthy thing. But I, w- I would say one thing to the governor, and I'm not in business to give the governor advice. Certainly he would not be interested in it. He should be. But if I could give him advice, I would say don't mess around with George Norcross. Mm. And that, that's, a, that's a recent story. Dan, you're aware of that. Are you not uh, George Norcross? Yes. Getting more involved in this. I, I would, and he is sort of the political boss, not an elected official, but the political boss in much of South Jersey. He is uh, Steve Sweeney's... Uh, Patron. Right. He and Steve went to school together. They've been friends. And he George wields probably more power than, realistically, than any Democrat in the state. Yeah. He and Steve together. So I would say to uh, to you, Governor, if you should happen to see this, don't get into a piddling match with George Norcross. We're warning you, Governor. George will eat you alive, Governor. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. So so take it easy there. All right. So that. Uh, oh, the marijuana. The, that, the governor felt- had kind of staked his whole term, his career, right. on legalizing marijuana and the uh, sanctuary state. Right. Now, I don't know how the sanctuary state business stands, although they're still yelling and screaming for driver's licenses yeah. for people in the country illegally. You know, I, there is an ambivalence in my, what, attitude toward the illegal immigration, and maybe yours and other people. I see it as a very, very bad thing for the country, and it is illegal, it is against the law. Unfortunately, on the other side, the people I have met <laughs> are very nice people oh, yeah. who have been in that boat. 
So you you get kind of torn. But it's there. a system. I mean, it's 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 it needs to be addressed. It needs to be oh, yeah. Re- yeah. revamped. To well, uh, I mean, people want to come here, and that's all well and good. But they need to do it under the the current I, laws of the I, system. I saw a picture, and I think laws it was need to be changed. So be it. Few dozen people. Uh, who had just become citizens? Did you see that? It was, it was maybe on on our station. There was, but I remember there was a picture, and uh, looks like a couple dozen people. And they had played the game. They became citizens. Now let's let's exaggerate. Let's say there were three dozen people. While they had become citizens, probably five six thousand people had slipped in illegally, mm. and yeah. were here with exactly the same what rights right. that that they have are the same. Entitlements, right? Pretty much, and these driver's have. license thing—that's that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. Well, one of the arguments I, I think is kind of ridiculous in a sense. They say, okay, if we let them drive, they'll all go out and buy car insurance. Now, right off the bat, I find that very hard to believe. Right. Therefore, you will not have the loss because you got into an accident with somebody, yeah. not only with no insurance, who couldn't read the signs to know what he was supposed to do under the circumstance. And in fact, you basically don't know who he is in the first place. <laughs> right. It's whoever he said. Yeah. My name, Fidel Castro, or you know, whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, you're supposed to go with that. Gosh, there's so many things to jump around on today. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen that, each other in a uh, long time, so it's, I, it's all uh, well and it's fine. Gosh, I don't, I don't know what, what to say. Oh, storms, storms. Oh, we've had some storms this week, that's yeah. for sure. How'd you fare? We have one day of it today. We're we're taping on Thursday. Yeah. If you're watching this after after the live. But, uh, yeah, one more day of uh, severe storms. Two nights of tornado warnings. Tonight, apparently there's no tornado warning. We had one last night. And so you go out and you batten everything down the night before we had it. We had a little rain, but that was about it. First night, Tuesday night, the tornado that hit up at uh, Stanhope, at Lenape Valley High School. That was about five miles from my house. Uh. So I'm outside looking around. I see the the rotation of the clouds above, and my first call was to Dan Zarrow. <laughs> and I said, and said, there was no, and there was no pleasantries there, by the way. I just called him. He said, you're okay. The storm is going to your east. I said, okay, thanks. But, uh, yeah, that was some wicked stuff. I was really concerned about the man shed getting torn up. I mean, I can imagine that thing. I got a 10 by 20 man shed in the backyard. Imagine that thing getting picked up by a twister. Huh. I don't know where that would have landed. That's interesting. I guess different ones of us concerned about different. I was more concerned about these cat cages we have outside the house on a little Any, patio in the back. Would have been so I could up. see cats just flying through the air. You know, there, there go my cats. But that's the first time we've had a serious tornado warning in the heart of the state in at least a couple, three years. But a warning, I mean, yeah. We've had watches, uh, yeah. but but well, they said warning. Yeah, I and remember of course, a couple of years ago on a Saturday, uh, Dan and I were tracking a, a, a storm that went right across uh, like Monroe, uh, the West Windsor area. But that was uh, that was the last time. But this was some serious stuff the other day. I want to agree with the person who has oh, gotten yeah. in touch. This is Pat. Pat says, blame George Norcross. Uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry, Pat Blome. Okay. That's Pat. Pat, I'm sorry. Because I agree with you. He says, George Norcross is nothing more than a mob boss. He looks out for his own needs, not for the needs of New Jersey. It's exactly right. This is what people with political power do. Right, and he's the one So what you're saying is George is like a carpenter who has a hammer. Uh, You know, it goes with the trade. I'm simply saying that the current governor should not get into a piddling match with him. Right. Uh, And if you want to carry that analogy, the old saying is never get into a piddling match with a skunk. 
Right. Because you know uh, who's so going to win. I'm warning the governor. I'm not arguing with, right. with anything. We're on his side. We're yeah. trying to give him some sage so, advice. Yeah. Uh, Peter DeLutis, uh, we agree. The, gov- <laughs> the governor is a joke. See, th- this is an interesting uh, thing with this governor. Now, we have dealt in governors for our whole 20-some years, starting with Governor Florio, Governor Kane a little bit before that when we first started. But we have known, I've known, done programs with every governor except the current one. Mm. This one is somehow different, and I can't put my finger exactly on it. It's kind of like he is sort of on the periphery of being the governor, Uh, not... Totally he, he's not only, immersed in it. He's not only alienated the opposition party, he's alienated many in his own party. So he's pretty much uh, putting himself on an island, a political island with uh, no rowboat to get off. <laughs> well, but politics can change. When's the next gubernatorial election we've got? Is oh, it's 20, ages. Uh, got, what, it's he's, some, he's not even two years in now, Yeah, right? so, yeah so, so many things can change. Same right. with the national picture here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, let's see, what else? Just some thoughts that came up. Uh, unrelated to what we were talking about, and again, Bob, you can remind people that this is a, a rather an experimental thing. Right, it's interactive things. Our oh, first time on Facebook Live, and we welcome mm-hmm. your comments. Uh, make a comment, and Lou Hockman, who's our director today, is writing them up, and we'll certainly we're, address as many as we can for the next couple of minutes. We're, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here now. But if you do have comments, we would appreciate them because a lot of people have really said, hey, good to see you again. Right. And this is your opportunity uh, because, you know, when you call yeah. into the, uh, the radio station, there's only a couple of minutes there every couple of minutes to take phone calls, and not everybody gets on. But we've got plenty of time to address all your comments right oh, here. Oh, this makes me feel good. Peter DeLuta said, yes, you said my last name the right way. <laughs> It said even a blind Nothing's pig. Nothing's worse when, when, than, yeah. than when you butcher somebody's name. We did something right. Even a blind pig finds an occasional <laughs> acorn, so it is said, in my village. So my only say. disappointment today was that you didn't bring in Manfred. Manfred, I'm gonna, I wish I could show pictures. Manfred I wanted to bring in. Manfred I used to bring in when he was a puppy. He could he sit my, right here. He is my Doberman. Next week, Okay. Manfred will be sitting here. Okay. And Manfred's gotten big now. He's, uh, what, almost 10 months old. And so, and he used to come in and play with everybody. Yeah. So now you've got a. Oh, he's a pretty big boy so, now. He's so we'll grown see, into his paws. He's grown it. Well, no, almost. Not quite. It's scary. You know, you oh, pick him wow. up by the back of his neck and his skin. Oh, he's, a be- he's a beautiful dog. Uh, I just uh, jumping, and, and again, there's so many things. I had yesterday, I had to go to my uh, regular scheduled yearly session with my cardiologist, and I've been seeing for 16 years. And he says, oh, your electrocardiogram is exactly like it was 16 years ago. Nothing's ever changed. Fine. Goodbye. Uh, my time is up. Come back. You had a, Now, what I'm leading into is something you had an experience with, how medicine has changed. Uh, I think, uh, Bill, you and Bill uh, Spady were talking this morning on the air about how things were the same and hadn't, and things had changed right. over the last 26 years we've been here. Uh, this is one thing that has changed. And I don't know what it is. It was a time when I could go to a doctor, and I walk in, anybody does, and the first thing you're asked is, where does it hurt? Hmm. What's the first thing they ask now? Proof of insurance and it, your driver's it, license. Exactly, exactly. How you and gonna... they still screw it up. <laughs> you, I, I, I've gone to dozens of doctor visits over the last four or five months. I, I give them the same stupid cards 
every time. And wouldn't you know it, I get the bills and it's all <laughs> screwed up. Well, we don't have your primary insurance. Well, that's funny since I gave it to you four or five times. This, and I'm not paying what you just charged me. But idiots. You, you had an episode, though. You went to a doctor. And somehow, you didn't know this, We this is something, sort of a new wrinkle, you outstayed your time. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. charged for another visit. I, I asked too many questions, so I got double <laughs> billed for a double visit. Uh, I, I, I had too many questions, so now I've got to you know watch my time. Oh, doctor, don't answer that. You're going to charge me for another visit. Yeah. I'll ask you next time. I had, I, and so many other things. See, all the doctors now are getting into these uh, organizations, associations, somebody's yeah. health plan. Yeah, they all have one. Uh, you get the uh, like you get Capital, Jefferson, you get Virtua, everybody, right. Grace L. Ferguson, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Storm Door, and oh. Health Care Company. Yeah. But trying to get a doctor, I had a thing, again, I was talking about the same cardiologist, and boy, he got burned up by this when they first got into this thing. I tried to call because I had a question. Right. I got a cortisone shot in my bad shoulder I talked about. Nobody told me that that increases your pulse beat. Hmm. So my pulse beat starts going up, and it scared the dickens out of me. Wow. And so I tried to call. So you get the recording. And the recording says, if this is an emergency, dial 911. The implication is, if it's not an emergency, don't bother us with your whining. Right. <laughs> but anyway. You can die so, on so hold I mean, here. I mean, and it's, it's, a, uh, it's a robo thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's an emergency to let talk to the doctor. So I was going through all of this stuff to try to find out how I, and I never did. Every, I, only, I always got put back to an appointment thing. I don't want an appointment. I want to ask him something. Every phone call to any medical provider, you've got to budget at least 20 minutes because you're going to get lost in voicemail hell. Uh, press this, <laughs> press this for this one. Oh, press this for this. Press two if you want to get back to the main menu. Oh, oh it's our... Our, our menus have changed, please. Oh, the one that kills me is your call is very important to sure us. Sure it is. Yeah, you're, the you're damn like, yeah, sure it is, buddy. Yeah. Right. But anyway, what what I was thinking of doing here, I I think it's time that Henry Ford replaces Saint Mark as the patron of medicine. Okay. Saint Mark has been known as the patron of medicine. Mm -hmm. uh, Saint Michael, I think, is the patron of uh, health, but Saint specifically saying mark it's time for henry ford because he invented the assembly line and this is what you get we're getting an assembly line when you go in there <laughs> yeah and you've got so many minutes they Pretty even much. send out thing it's now online when you have an appointment they will send out <laughs> this uh email setting it up telling you when your appointment is yeah. and the like and then you'll say you will have 15 minutes mm. well Perhaps that's enough. Right. And if there's nothing wrong with you, I guess with me, I you know, a doctor takes one look and says, you know, get out of here. Yeah. But uh, I, I think we should start facing that. This is what's yeah. happened in medicine. It's not any way as we knew it right. before. It, it is a, it's a business now. It's entirely commercial. It's entirely yeah. money. And I've figured out the way to beat the system, and so far it's worked. I just stopped being interested in it, my mm. medicine. I, I, uh, I don't take any pills. I take no medications, whatever. Mm. And of course, the doctor, the first doctor hit the seal. You are taking statins for your cholesterol. I, I want cholesterol, for heaven's sake. <laughs> cholesterol is what feeds your brain. It's what it's made out of. You've don't made, give me that You've stuff. made it to this point in your life. Yeah, okay. I, I come from a family. They must have had the same cholesterol as I do, you would think. I got two uncles who lived to be 102. My mother lived to be 100. And 
You got a bunch they of years take to go, a stat. Then, fella. They didn't take a stat. Yeah. I don't have too many years. No, you got a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's hope. Let's see. So, are you? Do you have any interest in this? I brought no. in. <laughs> <laughs> I have interest in you talking about it. I will it. just tell. It's you. a sample ballot. <laughs> it's a sample ballot for uh, the New Jersey primary election next Tuesday. I got the local one for my district. Um, I, Jim, my 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 take on this is that this is where it begins. This is where, if you want your candidate to get past the primary, I mean, some, both Republican and Democrats, are facing some uh, competition here. So I, w- I would just advise you just to look at your local ballot. Mm-hmm. It's next Tuesday throughout well, the state. And uh, if your person is being primaried, has got competition, get out there and support them. How many languages is this in? Remember uh, they started just English. That? Just English. Really? Yes, yeah. I, I guess that's Uh-oh. my you're, you're, preferred. I know some your election people are in a lot of trouble yeah. there now. But uh, uh, the one but, in my district is uh, Anthony Bucco. He's the, the assemblyman, long time. Oh, he's Republican. been. Gosh, he's been there he's, forever. He's, he's pretty good. When he, the primordial mist lifted. Yep, and his, know, uh, was, his dad, Senator uh, Tony Bucco. So he's yeah. up. He's he's. Oh, he's this is the son. Yes, this is the son. So, he's the assemblyman. So old Tony Bucco took his son into the family business. Right, he did. Yeah, yep. I passed so, it on. Uh, and there's a couple of other, um, both sides, Republican and Democrat, being primaried. And just check your district for the latest on that and make well, sure you go out and support your candidate. I did look at mine. As a matter of fact, they still send me a, a sample ballot for my son, Jonathan, who's been in the Navy for 12 years. So, <laughs> or in the Marines. But uh, there wasn't that much on it. There's no public question. No, 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 to, no, to give it interest. Maybe there'll be one in November, but nothing. On so this. I guess I do my usual thing. I go right in Pee Wee Herman and go away <laughs> satisfied. I think Pee Wee will show up on, in, in the uh, the primary. This is Peter DeLutis. Uh, oh, I just went away. Uh, oh, well, I think I know what he wanted to say. He is. He was talking about uh, the health care that we were. Okay. Oh, he said automated systems are worse now than they were before. They made it harder. To get a live operator. A, oh they, yes, yes. That, they that, fired yes. a bunch of the operators. Well, that's and, the whole point. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole point. They they don't want to pay an operator. Set. Then they started having. Yeah, and you get an operator. The operator is in in, in Bangladesh, or yeah. somewhere. Here's a here's a, another topic. Seth. Konigsberg says, why do New Jerseyans who enlist in the armed services have to pay state tax to New Jersey, even though they are stationed halfway across the world? It's so wrong. I, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. That's a very good question. Dan, Seth. is that uh, Dan Alexander? I'll defer. And there's something maybe interesting to look into. Military people who are they have on, to pay on state tax. Or assignment around the world have to pay a state tax. Uh, income or is that because they're because residents? Because they're New Jersey residents, they're still required to pay. Oh, uh, because they're still residents, right? Well, you know, they 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 should at least <laughs> waive that while they're putting their life and limb on the on the line, uh, right? For the for the for the uh, the country, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I've had two sons who have been deferred into war zones. Yeah. And- Carmen is still with grip. Oh yes. Get rid of incumbent politicians. I, I wish people would pay had paid attention to grip because grip G R I P. It's on my hat here now. Get rid of incumbent politicians. It it is about the only solution to what you have, especially if you get into the higher levels like the Congress. A total gridlock when nothing gets done except a bunch of petty uh, teenage girls squabbling among each other. Right. Uh, and that is every election. Get your sample ballot. 
We tried at one time to get the uh, election commissions to put who the incumbent was on a ballot. Right. To show the incumbent. They refused to do it. They wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so find out. You can always call your town clerk or somebody, the election, and, county election. But, but that's, where these, uh, that's where it begins with the primaries, yeah. to get rid of the incumbent politicians, if that's what you want to do. Well, it, it works better in an actual election because <laughs> right. you don't care who's running. They're all going to do the same thing. Yeah. They're all going to you know, get you when they're elected yeah. <laughs> and play the system. Yeah, pretty much. Good people get into this system, very, very good people. Yeah. But they cannot stay that way because they're entering a system, a milieu that is really corrupt right and it's all based on money personal Mm -hmm. gain self-aggrandizement notice the personalities of people nowadays who get into politics Mm. they're largely uh, either borderline uh sociopaths (laughs) or have are are a little bit strange you know as we used to say in my village Uh, a little bit weird so but uh, uh there the the thing with grip you go and you vote against any incumbent. You have to hold your nose because the other party in the beginning is putting up somebody who's just as bad, probably. Right. Uh, but you have to do that. You have to vote out all incumbents, every opportunity. Now, first time, second time, maybe nothing. But sooner or later, you will get their attention. Yeah. When uh, And they will start considering you rather than their own agendas. When we first started that, which have been back in the 90s talking about it, we had the, we scared the dickens out of a lot of politicians. Mm-hmm. I know one state senator, and a good man, was running very scared because he thought that people would actually... made made sense to him, yeah. <laughs> but people just won't do it. They're right. See, Don, that, that, that Donna, was, Donna's still practicing. She's a practicing oh, gripper. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Donna. Donna, Donna Moscovico. Donna, thank you very, very much. Hey, th- listen, thanks to everybody. This is very gratifying. Yeah, a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, if you want to want to make a comment, want to poke sticks in our cage that's yeah. that's okay too now uh one more thing about the the sharing network yeah. uh this sunday is the annual fundraiser for the new jersey sharing network over at new providence it's their celebration of life 5k and run and walk and i'm going to be there with my my uh my living donor kim we have our own team it's called the the kim bob team we have our own <laughs> custom t-shirts oh really and we invite you to come on down and uh join us and you know, the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van will be there. It starts at 8.30 for the race. The walk starts at 10, and it's a huge festival. It's not your normal 5K. It's in New Providence on Central Avenue at the Sharing Network um, uh, headquarters. Okay. Yeah, no, you, you were going to walk. Please. Yes, we're going to walk. It. Are you going to get to, is your, is your goal to get to the point that you can run it? Is is that possible? Oh, absolutely! I used to do five Ks. I wasn't the fastest, but um, well, that's okay. You don't have but, to. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to try to run it next year. I think uh-huh. by next year I'll be all right. I started a jog a couple weeks ago, so I'm I'm getting back into well, that's, the that's, of that's great. I just can't I just can't bench press like uh, four hundred pounds or anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, for now, I never you know, did anyway. I was they told it. me they told me yeah you won't be able to bench press for a year. I said oh it's all right. Well, never did it anyway. I, I was talking about getting a brain transplant. I didn't mean that that as facetiously as it sounds. <laughs> Really, because yeah. people say to themselves, well, you know, this is sort of a self-effacing thing you get about your brain. I had a uh, traumatic brain injury, but uh, yeah. it'll be it's going on four years mm-hmm. ago. Right. And uh, there's still times when you get get uh, an injury like that, yeah. that you get totally recovered and everything is fine. You're full of something and vinegar, as you mentioned. It's something I heard in the Navy years ago. I forget <laughs> what it was, something. But... Uh, Anyway, uh, you, you keep getting these little things. Sometimes you feel a little bit off balance. Yeah. And uh, you'll ask me a question. This is not all the time, sometimes. And I'll sit here, and I'll have to make a note. 
because you know what was the question now i have no problem now right. but but these things do you know come on so uh, let's say a a uh, a short-term memory part of the i tell people i say you know i i could tell you what happened in specific detail in uh 1948 you mm -hmm. know and something and, and uh in the affirmation of you know pick something of the israel at the time but i can't remember what i watched on tv last night mm. but then everybody says to me well i can't either <laughs> so maybe i don't need the brain transplant so uh so, what what do we have i i think that i think that's pretty much it yeah about, we've uh you know, we're, we're going to wrap it up, I guess, yeah. here on Facebook Live. But uh, hopefully we'll be back uh, before too long. Hopefully we'll be back next week. Yeah, well, maybe we'll get invited back. Yeah. Uh, but you, anyway, uh, it's nice to know that there are people who do yeah. remember us. And, oh, absolutely. And we'll be, you know, if you want to leave a comment afterward here on the Facebook uh, page for New Jersey 101.5, we'll be glad to respond to you. Um, thanks to Lou. Lou Hockman kept us on the air this morning. Thank you very much, Lou, for being here. Well, we think director. he did. We're not sure what he was doing back there. <laughs> He's like the old photographer with his head under the yeah. thing. Uh, and uh, this will be captured as part of our regular podcast, so you can check that out throughout the week over at the nj1015.com website. Yeah, we're just trying to get and acquainted now, and this, again, is sort of a new venture. Yeah. So I think as, as time goes by, we can get into some of the more meaty right. things for opinion. And we certainly want your, uh, your take. Right on what's going so, on. Thank you very much. Yeah, great to be back hey, with oh, you, Jim. God bless yeah. you. Good okay. to see you. We'll see you soon, folks. Okay. Hearts back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.